Hello and welcome to this next episode of 49 Plus. So I'm recording this one immediately after that last one on Embracing Luck. Um, but it's not part of the Go Luck Yourself series, if that makes sense. So I'm just still out on the walk with Ziggy, heading back towards the house. But it's probably still a good 20 or so minutes back. Um, so I'm hopefully the process of uploading the other one, or at least recording it or storing it or whatever. I'm just, I trust that the... The phone will have done that. And I'm hoping then this will be an episode that follows straight after that one. But it's back into the normal <laughs> other sort of space of me rambling about any old topic that comes into my head. Because those of us, that, those of you that have listened for a little bit or have dipped in every so often, um, no, this is just basically me rambling, meandering about the small and the big things, things that occupy my mind, my stream of consciousness at times. And occasionally that gets to kind of being quite, I was use the word profound, but that's, that's, not, that's not the right thing to say, is it? But big questions such as, why does the universe go to the bother of existing? What's the point of it all? Why do we bother? What's the meaning of life? We'll talk about positive psychology. We'll talk about maybe a bit of philosophy in a very loose way. And we'll talk about webinars and how I don't like the word webinars. And we'll talk about the Centre for Positive Psychology, because that's something that's been emerging over the last now few months. We'll talk about things that are just coming up. It's me organising my thoughts, allowing myself just to effectively the same as a diary. Uh, but this one, as you can tell, is me spoken. Because if I was trying to write this, it would take me a lot longer. I would find it more, I'm using the word painful. I don't do it. I have at times, actually. That's, that's not true. I have at times written diaries. The times when I have tended to write diaries, tended to write diaries, tended to have written diaries, um... So Ziggy's still out with me. There goes across the little bridge. It's quite a nice little bridge, it's like a classic little clippity cloppity bridge. I'm hoping that he just goes straight over and doesn't go into the water. He has gone straight over. That's good. Oh, can you hear that? It's not really a clippity cloppity bridge because I've got big boots on. The times I have written a diary typically have been on holidays, and that would be inspired by my dear old dad. Hello, dad. I know you're the one listening to this. You're the core listenership. Um. So, yes, I used to enjoy reading the diaries that Dad had written on holidays. At the time, particularly as well. So it wasn't so much going back. I'm sure they're still in existence somewhere. Diaries written from holidays in the 1970s and 80s, I'm thinking primarily, in Europe. Europe. Um, France, Spain... Uh, Switzerland, definitely Spain would have been one I can remember. And it was usually quite nice. We'd, we'd, Dad would write the diary at the end of the day and then be shared around and we'd all read it and there'd be something mildly humorous in it. And it's effectively that style I attempt to adopt. And whilst I'm also now letting go of the writing, it mildly humorous, it is sometimes purely a diary in terms of what did we do that day, just so that even in two or three days later you go, what day are we today? It's Wednesday, isn't it? What did we do on Monday? Where did we go Monday? don't know was that the beat we go to the beach i can't remember now was that so it's that kind of way you kind of remember stuff so i have written a few diaries of that in recent years i guess most recently would have been just last year so in 2020 um we as a family we being rachel myself fair and connie i'm just only saying this at the moment in case we've picked up one or two stray listeners who, listening to the Embracing Luck episode, have thought, oh, I'll try the next one. And thought, oh, okay, this is a bit now. This isn't, this isn't for me. This is him just yammering on about nothing in particular. So, by all means, 
you know, it's a diary. It's imagine you're picking up someone's diary and reading it with or without their permission. Sometimes you might find it compelling, but only but probably there's anything sort of salacious in there or particularly personal. There'll be nothing of that nature here, I don't think. Yes, personal, but nothing I'm I'm anticipating sharing that uh, I'm not comfortable sharing. Um, but anyway, so writing diaries. Yes, and the last time then it would have been in August of last year when we had that brief hiatus of uh, of lockdowns. But maybe now people are going, hmm, in retrospect, probably wasn't a good idea to encourage people to still go and travel. But that was allowed. We remember we had uh, certain countries that were on the no-fly list or the quarantine list. Well, we were very lucky, and again, this is all, I say lucky, mm-hmm, interesting, lucky. This isn't, a set, this isn't a podcast about luck as such, but I think it, we do use this word, fortunate. You know, it wasn't particularly planned that we might actually go to somewhere where it wasn't on the quarantine list, and it would be, a, but we, it, was, it worked out that we were able to go, and that would be th- a completely and utterly thank you to Rachel, who does these amazing holidays, finds them, organises them, books them. On this particular occasion, we were allowed to still go, so which we did. We had to wear masks on the plane, uh, which was a novelty at the time. And it was going to Crete. So whilst, I think, just after we got back, the, the Crete... No, I think Greece, mainland Greece, went onto the quarantine zone. Um, but Crete, being an island, was still, in quotes, safe. And we had a lovely holiday there. Yes, so two places we stayed at. So I now can't even remember the name of the town... Uh, so here we get now, has she got in the lead? Yeah, so this is where I find I have to stop and just talk. So Ziggy's chasing a little dog who's on a lead. Ziggy! So I'm attempting to go away where he might leave him alone. Take the fucking dog over there. Sorry, I just don't want in the woods. Why didn't the dog want to run off? Sorry. Ziggy! <whistles> Ziggy! I'm whistling back. He'll come eventually. He's not bit of the dog. Oh, come on. It's just it's the owners I always get a bit like. They get funny about it. They go, call your dog. Yes, I'm trying. Zig, here he comes. <laughs> He's coming now. All you ever do is want to play, don't you, Zig? You just want to play all the time. Oh, right into a thing. You okay? And right into a little plant there. Um, Where am I? Okay, so I'm here. I don't really... Oh, maybe I will. I'm going to go this way. Um, so that was in Crete. Rachel, remember exactly the name of the town we went to. We were in two lovely places. One was like a self-catering villa-type apartment with its own pool. Lovely. And then, again, not far away in the same near the same town was another, basically more expensive hotel that we could stay there for a couple of nights. Was it two or three nights? Um, which was, and that was on full board there, and it, which normally wouldn't choose to do, but that, it was fantastic food, really good food. Um, so it was all really good. So that was the last little diary I'd have written, and I'm not sure if even during that time was I record. I don't think I was recording any of the. I may be wrong. I may be wrong. I remember the year before in France. So you will go back to some of these episodes and. There'll be at least one or two recorded in, what was it called, something, was it Maison Montplaisir or something like that? Um, so, uh, yeah, so there are a few audio ones there, just you know, walking around the little local town. So diaries, is what we've spoken about there. Um, so today is Saturday, 
wear a smile. Not many people know that's what tis was stood for. Today is Saturday, wear a smile. Though I have to be honest, I was more of a swap shop person myself. Um, Edmunds, as opposed to Tarrant. Um, yeah, for whatever reason, no old tidy beard. I just quite, I don't know, I, just, I think the idea of the swap shop thing was quite cool, where you could just swap usually something like a pair of ice skates and get in return a scale electric. That was what I remember as something that seemed to happen quite a lot. Um, allegedly the phones were coming through to Edmunds on the desk. Oh, we've got one through, and he takes the swap and he puts it on the board. <laughs> um, John Craven, wasn't he? He appeared on that as well. Cheggers. And of course that all morphed into things like Saturday Superstore, Mike Reed, um, Going Live, that was Schofield, wasn't it? Pip Schofield. Was it Sarah Green? Mike Smith? I think Mike Smith was going to go back as far as the swap shop days. Um, Edmunds. Makes me think of Partridge, because Partridge, as an Alan Partridge character, doesn't like Edmunds. There's something happened between them that he really doesn't like Noel Edmonds. Right, I am rambling. Am I going anywhere? Is there anything I really want to talk about right now? Um, I'm mainly doing this because I'm on the walk back to the house. And for some reason it just helps me to talk out loud than just be sit quietly with my thoughts. Because they'll range all over the place. Maybe I'll move this into... Um, speaking of diaries... I mean, the other thing at the moment, diary becomes usually yeah, your schedule of things you're going to be doing. So as opposed to a schedule of, or a record of, this is what happened on that day, and you're writing about it after the fact, now your way of looking back would be, okay, well, what did I have planned in that day? So what happened? But yeah, it's work diaries, so it's what's in your calendar, which is now all online. So it's linked to your email, or Microsoft Teams, I think they're both linked to each other at least, and we have it linked to our phone calendars, so if I put something in the calendar on any of those places, it should show up in all the other places, so it's a nice way of keeping track, and I do know that some of my colleagues, and some people I know that have not yet moved to that kind of calendar, uh, I would say, and I know some people would do it, and it works fine, they're managing a diary, but there are some I know that really struggle with keeping a diary that looks in any way makes sense when they look ahead and go right actually I've put that in, I've put that in because you write something in pen and then it changes or you want to move it you've got to, rub, you've got to put a line through it, you can, you know, whereas at least on these online ones you can go right can we move that 2 o'clock meeting till maybe half past 4, fine you literally can click on it, slide it down and it moves to there and then if you've got people invited to that same meeting it will update on their diary all very clever stuff um but this next week or so is potentially... In fact, March itself, then, could be quite an eventful month. Well, it will be an eventful month for lots of different reasons. For example, I've already mentioned that schools are due to go back on the 8th of March. That's a week on Monday. So that'll make a change. That'll be interesting to see how we manage that, all of us. Um, I think Rachel's and my work will still largely be from home. I th I'm not sure if I'll be... I'm probably allowed to go to the university, but I'm not, I don't need to. I've obviously managed not going for however many months. And I think the guidance and advice is at this stage, if you can still work from home, then please do so. So happy to keep doing that as much as possible. Um, teaching will continue online for now. But what's kind of adding to the, the busyness, and I want to say it's in a good way, um, is really, think about it, probably, well, there's always marking, <laughs> always, 
always marking. There's still some marking to be done that we've pushed the sort of deadlines on in different ways. So I'll, I'll no doubt be moaning about marking again in, in the next few days somewhere, somehow. But for now, we'll leave that to one side, because part of it also the busyness is actually picking up more work that I'd like to do. So if anybody listening, Dad, well, you might have heard me moaning before about marking, and you have said, I think, in one of your messages to me, hold on a second, Zig! Um, is all oh, why can't you do some of this kind of work then, which is, you know, is not so much the marking. Well, that's the plan at the moment. We're actually creating some work, and this all links to the Centre for Positive Psychology. So I want to just talk through that in my head, because it helps me organise it, because this is the kind of stuff I'll be sort of thinking about over the weekend. Better planning, which is not one of my strengths, um, because as from Monday, so in the very first day in March, we will be beginning, and we being... A certain Daniel Collinson and myself. I think he's got a big leaf hanging off his backside there. Um, we'll be doing some work. So we're going to say it's on behalf of representing the Centre for Positive Psychology at the university. I'd say the client, as it were, but more the partner, the delivery partner, is something called Bucks HSC Ventures, or Bucks HSC Ventures where the H stands for health, the S stands for social, and the C stands for care. So it's health and social care ventures. Now, I've probably made mention of this before, but I'm just doing it just so I've got it all out in my head. So that is a programme that's being funded by the ERDF, European Regional Development Fund. I don't know how much the university or whoever was awarded it got for that, um, but I should think it's a, a sizable amount. And their general overall remit and aim has been to support small and medium enterprises, which we'll call SMEs, um, working in health and social care. Usually kind of some kind of... Um, a lot of them seem to have some digital technology element to it. Uh, how about around healthcare, Supporting people in those different contexts. And their aim is to kind of help them, I guess, get to market to use that phrase. I remember from watching Dragon's Den, a route to market. But a lot of that is really linking with what, what's been described as one of the Bucks HSC Ventures delivery partners, of which the university is one. So others that I can think of on my head, I think possibly Buckinghamshire County Council, I think Buckinghamshire Healthcare Trust, so an NHS trust. Um, there's an Oxford Health something and at least one or two others. So the idea would be is that some of these companies might say they'll sign up to be on this programme, so I think you apply for it to get selected, because you do get a fair bit of you know, support and access to resources, such as the kind of coaching that Dan and I are going to be doing. Um, but I gather that the you know, real main aim for many of them is using this as an opportunity. They've already got fairly, some of them anyway, fairly well-established products, um, businesses, they still count as an SME, they're small businesses, um, but they, you know, they're, they're, they're doing stuff, they're doing good stuff already, and their ambition wishes to reach, you know, more, you know, affect, affect positively the lives of millions, often through making contact with the NHS, so I think it's really, making contact with NHS partners is what they would really like, also the one was it, a, C, a, a CCG, Clinical Commissioning Group, there's one of those as well. So these are all kind of part of... So these are meant to be kind of arrangements or part of the system. 
And I gather, this is where I still need a bit more clarity on this, the way it's all funded and supported is, so the, that European Research Development Fund, ERDF, um, has given the mo some money for this, you know, the actual large, sizable grant. Where's he gone? Ziggy! Oh, he's gone off another dog now. <whistles> Who's he gone to play there? But I hope he's come this way. Zig! Um, is that they've given the funding, and it's given on what's called matched funding basis. So the idea they, they give, let's say, I don't know if it's as much as a million pounds, but let's say a million pounds, then it's matched. So the idea is that the delivery partners also give maybe some in total to match that funding, but that matched funding can also be given in terms of time. Hence my time, for example, being given on behalf of the university, and that can be counted as matched funding. Hold on a second. Zig! Um, Ziggy! That's it. He's coming now. The dog's chasing him now. That's okay. Hello, mister. Um, <laughs> say, chocolate Labrador. Oh, they're a nice time together. That's good. Hello. Hello. Um, I prefer Ziggy. Ziggy's more fun. I, I'm, I'm told chocolate Labradors can be a little bit, um, it's okay. If you're alright, then playing. <laughs> They're having a good time together, no problem. Which way are you going? Oh, okay, right, okay, right. I shall pause here. Zig! Zig, come here! Good morning. Zig, come here! Ziggy! Come here, look, come here, Zig, come here. Ziggy, look, look, come here, come here, come here, Ziggy. Zig, come here, look, come here. Zig, 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 come here. Goodness me. They'll get tired eventually, I guess. Come here, Ziggy, look, what I've got here, look. Ziggy, come here. Yeah, well, <laughs> you got him, you got him, okay then, yeah. So, I'll give Ziggy one then. Zig, come here. Come here, come here, come here. <laughs> right, Zig, come here. Ziggy, Ziggy, look. Ziggy, come here. You never trust me. <laughs> look at you guys, one there. Alright, go then. We'll go through. Alright, nice. Okay. Come on, then. Come on. Here we go. Then. Look, yeah. Stop. There we go. Right, come this way then. <laughs> come on, Zig. Right, so that was obviously a bit of an interlude. Um, that was a chocolate Labrador. The way he wants the one. Okay, Zig, well, so I have given you it. No, 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 no. Shh, shh, shh. So anybody who listens to this podcast, who isn't getting it, I'm sorry, but I'm, but I'm not stopping recording because it means I've got to pause and then upload and blah, blah, blah. It won't, it won't work so easily. So I'm going to shut them up. Sit. Might keep him quiet for a little bit. Go on, go off and play now. Um, so, yes, Bucks HSC Ventures. So that's what we're doing. We're doing work with them. So basically part of the, the delivery, this is as it kind of wraps up, is um, we're offering some one-to-one -one coaching. Well, first of all, it was a workshop, which was happened last Tuesday. Tuesday just gone, so it was our first workshop, which we had about maybe 10 or 11 people on it. 
Um, so that was invited for particular clients or you know whatever companies that basically need, needed needed that and then being offered with some one-to-one coaching, so which is what they're going to start on Monday. So people have signed up for that. So had so far only one, two, I think five of them have signed up for what will be a series of coaching sessions. So that's obviously take a little bit of time, which against we're giving for nothing. Um, and this is where we need to sort of check in really because I, as in, so we're, the reason why we're doing it, Dan and I, is that we want to be doing it to develop experience, clients, um, opportunities, products that will be forming part of a commercial venture between he and I. So we can either refer to that as Smith Collinson or Collinson Smith, depends who you ask. Um, so that's 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 the main motivation for us. I can justify it in the fact that it's part of my job. So whilst it's not teaching hours, the agreement should be that however many hours I put into that, that is on my workload, as it were. Now, see, normally the process would be this all gets agreed with my line manager, which hasn't happened because to try and get that conversation is quite a challenge in terms of time. And if I'd waited for that, it just wouldn't be happening. So I'm wanting to do it anyway. And there'll be points at which it gets explained and sort of thing. That's fine. I think I think good things will come from it. So linking back to the luck stuff, I think some consequences will come from engaging in this. Um, but I don't yet know what they will be. So And I have to be okay with that. That's embracing luck. Being okay with whatever happens will happen and making the best of it. Um, but we'll more about that and we talk more about um, Go Luck Yourself in a future episode. Next one will be on um, what's it? Go, the Good Luck Mindset, which needs a bit of work basically, but we can talk more about that another time. So that's on Monday, and in fact, well, on Monday afternoon, um, then it, as it stands, Dan is doing one on Tuesday morning, I'm doing one on Tuesday afternoon, and then Dan's doing one on Thursday, and then we've got one for the following week on the Wednesday. So we've got a bit of a process. We're going to build on the workshop. That said, the person I'm speaking to on Monday missed the workshop, but we can do it. So one thing I want you to be doing this weekend, I want to do it yesterday really and before now, is do an email to each of these people individually to say, right, thanks. They should have got an automated email to say scheduled in, but we're going to, you know, I want to email them. So I need to do something for the guy on Monday first of all. Um, but they've all got really interesting businesses, really valuable really meaning purposeful uh linking to health and social care so it has all that you know in its favor so it's, it, it feels a, a right and good thing to do and something i'll enjoy doing at the same time the challenge of scheduling things in and making sure there's time to do this that and everything else and when the marketing gets done and so on and so forth um and then on tuesday another thing i need to kind of start saying a bit more about at least online is as part of this delivery or offering t- as p- partnership with Bucks HSC Ventures. So we did the workshop last week and now we're offering up to maybe five hours or something, or maybe not so much that, maybe two or three hours worth of coaching over three or more sessions. Um, <laughs> Milligan, please, Everett. Um, we're also offering four webinars. So over the course of March, so on in the fir- this week is playing to strengths is the title. That's all we have so far is play play to strength or playing to strengths. Dan, I believe, has a pretty much written session on um, strength, which we can base on. 
I need to get him to sort of share those slides sooner so I can have a little explore it. But so for this first week, so alongside Go Luck Yourself. Oh, Ziggy, he's now running off towards this goody groundsman. I think the groundsman's quite friendly, but we shall see. But it's not actually back of this. They're doing some work over there. Looks like they're redoing the tee up on this particular hole. Um, anyway. So, yeah, playing to strengths. And that's why alongside that, in this first week of March, we'll be talking, maybe that's, I'll be reflecting a bit more on playing to strengths. Um, and I think that's probably going to be something in terms of just some banter with Dan will be. What does it mean? I, I like the idea that even though I don't think we chose the title playing to strengths, uh, and we can talk about we should play to our strengths, um, I do think there's something about also exploring the word play. What do we mean by playing? Because I think in that context, it might usually mean, oh, it's like a, playing as a sports team. You play to your strengths, don't you? Find out what your strengths are, and then you play, you you build your game around it. You know, therefore, play and game are in the context of sport. But I think we need to think more in terms of play and game, game playing, playfulness. How can we be playful with our strengths? Because if we are really engaging with our strengths, those things that energise us, so that'll be the first bit to be clear. By strengths, we're not talking about things we're good at we may well be good at it or have the potential to be good at it but the important thing is they are strong within us that's a phrase that's always been sat with me since one of our very first students on the map alongside dan when we're trying to define strength it's something that is strong within you and they can interpret that in different ways could be something that's important to you that you value it could be something which you're drawn to typically we work on this idea things that energize you so, you know, those kinds of things you might be drawn to doing just simply because you love doing them. If there's something of that nature that's actively, you know, grows you to be actively involved in something, it is likely drawing upon, I'm going to use the word, an innate strength. Now we can talk about the extent to which they're innate or developed. Both, both and. Um, so how can we be playful with our strengths? So that's the intention with the session. But part of it, again, in the bit ahead of time, is to just engage people enough to sign up for it so it's a free webinar hate the word webinar <sighs> which is basically in this day and age it's a free lecture because webinars are set up it's as though it's based on the word seminar but it's actually a free, you know yes you can get some interaction but not a lot it's all set up so that people just listen and you can have it on in the background uh, and you want really as many people to join as possible. Anyway, that's what we're going to try and do, because I think if people do sign up for it, they will at least get some, they'll give some details, which we can then, I'm not say sell to in the future, but we could probably engage with. So we want to get as many people as possible on this one on Tuesday. So it's Tuesday the 2nd of March at 1 o'clock, which is all lunchtime, 1 till 2, then the three Tuesdays that follow. Morning. So that's going to be the 2nd of March, the 9th of March, the 16th of March, and the 23rd of March. Does that sound right? They're all Tuesdays at 1 till 2. Um, and so I will be going on LinkedIn and elsewhere, primary LinkedIn, to be telling people about that. That's mainly because that's my biggest network. I've got over 2,000 people connected on LinkedIn, and it's the kind of place you would share news and events that are work-related. Um but need to kind of, you know, yeah, raise the weight. In fact, I might have to, to email, get Genevieve to email out to our alumni in the centre and so on. We will no doubt be able to increase the, the size there a little bit. 
Um, because even though a lot of our students will know about this stuff, but we can also hopefully use... The, I'm sure there'll be someone. We'll have to trust the process. They'll be, the people will be there who'll be there. We'll do what we can to raise the numbers. Um, I think at the moment there's only about 15 people registered for it. I think you know the maximum they could have is 100, as we know, on this particular Zoom account. Because remember, if there's listening, the CPP Live session we did this week on is well-being tokenistic bullshit yes that was the title um, was through that same hsc zoom account and we discovered that the maximum allowed is 100 but they've never that's never been an issue so whilst we're not we, we'd love it to get 30 or 40 people on there i guess a really nice healthy type would be 50 people they'd be very pleased with that but the more we can then it helps get people set up the second third and fourth ones because even if you're not in a you know, we'll be gauging this around kind of businesses and stuff because we try because that's what we're developing. This particular product is how we could work with businesses in this way. So this gives us a kind of way into it. Um, but it's also about recognizing one's strengths. Morning, um, developing them, understanding what we mean by strength, working from that perspective, and some of the coaching we'll do with the folks will be of that nature. It's just not got the detail sorted yet, so. I don't want to say I'll be wigging it, because that's not true. Um, but between now and Tuesday, more will form the place. We've only got an hour, so and you want it to be interactive-ish. But anyway, we will find a way. Dan has something, we'll play on that. We will play to our strengths. That's what we must do. We must actually do that. Otherwise, we are not practising what we preach. With that in mind, it's half an hour. I'm now going to put the, uh, what's the, word? the lead on Ziggy. I think I've been out for about an hour in total, just over. So that's a nice time to head back, see who's getting up, see what's happening. And he's waiting for his leads, actually. That's quite clever, actually. He just, he's got to the point now, we've walked along the road a little bit. There's no cars here, but he would normally have his lead on by now. So he's actually stopping and waiting for that. There's a good boy. As we sit 30 minutes, we'll say thank you, goodbye, and have a lovely day. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. I'm just trying to get this flipping lead on. There we go. Bye.